Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's up, guys? Bill Spadia here with Jay Black and Jessica Gibson for our weekly speaking podcast. What's going on, guys? Hey, Bill. Hi. Ooh, tea time. How'd you know it was tea and not coffee? It is tea time. I went tea instead of coffee this time. I feel like two o'clock is when the tea comes out. I would agree. I would agree. So, Jessica, you're home from the shore. Yes. With an Avalon sweatshirt as nice. a program. <laughs> Love it. You missed it already, I had back. Yeah, yeah, it, it was really nice. Right? Yeah. Hey, that pizza looked great. Where Was that Max Pizza? Yeah, in um, Stone Harbor, not Sea Isle. I got them confused. Got it. I I love it. There was um, a barstool sports guy was in Princeton recently. Oh, Pat Conti's. Did you see that? He's doing all the Ivy League pizzas, and like I don't know if you remember, like if you heard the crunch of the crust. Did you watch yeah. it? It was really good. I He's watched funny. it on. Because I know that's my dad's favorite pizza spot, so I sent it to my dad. But he's rating the Ivy League schools. What's he doing? Yeah, he rated all the Ivy League schools. But it's funny because they do the podcast without – he doesn't have any notes and no one helps him. So yeah. he had to run through the list like seven times. He <laughs> went through the list. He forgot a school. And I'm thinking, I don't know, that was kind of impressive. I would probably – yeah, I, I don't know. He, um, he did the Ivies off the top of his head. Well, he visited every he visited every Ivy League school and the local favorite pizza place. Hang on, let me uh, see if I can do it. Princeton came in second. It's it's he Harvard, Princeton, Yale, uh, Cornell, right? Yeah, yeah. Dartmouth. Yep. Uh, is Brown? Brown's one, right? Brown. Brown. Um, Although I have to say about Brown, I was disappointed because I love Rhode Island. And he didn't even really rate them. He's like, ah, they came in last. Oh, really? I think that Wait. was either that or Cornell came in last. I think it was. I think it was. Um, I think Columbia Brown. came last, and you would think New York pizza would be like top of the charts. Oh, is it Columbia? I Columbia, yeah. and then U Penn, right? Yeah. Not yeah, I had a buddy who went to U Penn, and I would always make fun of him, like, "Oh, you went to Princeton Safety School. Good for you." <laughs> Our. Um, our friends at Princeton used to call Yale the safety school. Yeah, that's what they would chant, right, at the football game? Is uh, safety, safety schools? Yeah. Exactly. I now, was, yeah, you are in full-on um, neighbor-over-the-fence home improvement guy right now. Yes. Well, yeah, I think the yeah, less I'm you see of me, the better. <laughs> What's that, Jessica? I said I'm old enough to get that reference. Wow, things have changed. Oh my God! By the How way, Bill, this is not me being political. This is just me saying my favorite description of Trump is Tim Allen from Home Improvement going to a rally trying to explain something that he just heard from a scientist because he always seems like he's just sort of got like half of it and the rest he's just sort of making up. It's like uh, there's uh, you know they get into your body these viruses 
And and then the rest of it's just complete. Like I, I very <laughs> it, similar. It is you being political, Jay, but it's okay. But no, no, that's, I now. would say that about somebody I liked as well. I don't like them, but I would say that too. It's an endearing trait. That is, you know what? Actually, that is true. You would do that. I will. I will give you that credit. Thank you. Um, I had a whole thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, and it has since slipped my mind. Like it was such a great idea. I'm like, oh, that's it. Well, while you're thinking of it. I, I just want to bring up something about the food because my, my wife and I are, you know, the great British bake off baking challenge. You guys see this on Netflix. It's like the gentlest British baking show on Netflix. They, they have seven seasons on there. The eighth it's one. A huge show. Was that? You mean not gentle? Yeah, it's a huge show. Yeah. It's well, the eighth season just uh, just restarted because they like shut down for COVID and they managed to restart it. Uh, and two things that I've noticed, because my wife and I have been binge watching all of them because it's, it is honestly the epitome of comfort TV. What is good about it? Well, first off, it's a baking show. So like, if you like seeing like really good food, there, there's that. But like, there's just something about the vibe of the show where like American shows are like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to become the world's greatest baker. And if other people need to die to make that happen, fine. <laughs> and the judges are all like, this is garbage. And you're a garbage person for making it. Get out of my face. This one is just like four unattractive British judges. Like They're just like four goofy looking British people that just are just so nice. They're just like, I'm really rooting for you. I hope you do well. And the people are all like, I hope I do well too. And it's just quiet. There's like no like music stings or anything. It's like they whisper to you, and it's just Jessica. Like, this sounds like Jay Black's fantasy about social media. Jay Black wants Twitter to be like the British baking show. Where people oh, just, Jay, what a nice tweet that was. You Jay, just, what a nice thought. You just get whispered to. It's like ASMR, but there's food involved. So I, I highest recommend. You got to watch it. But two Is things. Randy not British. No, he's British, but he's not on the Great British Baking Show. He's, they they kicked him out for being too mean. Ooh, but, uh, Gordon Ramsay. I love Gordon Ramsay. You know, I do he too. Runs, he runs like hundred mile marathons. Yeah, that guy's intense. But this matter. It's a different vibe. You don't. I don't want intense right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I want to be whispered to. All right. See, I disagree. If I'm going to a restaurant, I want to know the chef is making shit happen. Like, they screw up and it's not perfect. Somebody ought to be in trouble. You know, but it's like, oh, that's okay. You you made uh, Mr. Spadia's steak well done. That's fine. No, not fine, actually. I not agree. At, at a restaurant, there should be a guy yelling at you. you Haven't you ever seen Contagion where they're, they've got the dirty kitchen? That could be why we're in this pandemic in the first place. Oh, that's it's 100% it. the diner in Union <laughs> that somebody didn't wash down properly. And now we're all sick. <laughs> Uh, but so uh, two things that I've noticed about the show. One is they bring up pastries that like they talk about as a British tradition that I've never heard of. And I'm just I'm wondering if they're just messing with the American audience where there's just like this is a traditional British Christmas strudel. And you're like, is that is that a thing? It doesn't sound like a thing. It sounds like the Urban Dictionary where they just make up sex moves. Um, that's one. Second observation about it is I'm getting pretty tired of watching cooking shows and not being able to eat the stuff that I'm watching. 
I yeah. think this needs to be fixed. And I feel like there's got to be like, you know how like they have those uh, uh, like blue apron things where they send you food once a week? Why can't they do a box that they send it to you based on the cooking show? Like, wouldn't you subscribe to that? Wouldn't you pay like 100 No, here's the problem. By the time you get it, even the next day, you're on to something else. Like, what you really want is something out of the Jetsons. Now, Jessica, I know you're too young to understand this reference, but the Jetsons would just ask the machine, and you know, computer, I need this, and it would magically appear. Totally right. different. But no, Bill, what if, I mean, Amazon on Prime Day, you could order an Amazon Echo, and it shows up like eight minutes later. I mean, they got this down. They could figure out a way to say, okay, we know the Great British Baking Show starts at 8 p.m. The new episode drops Wednesday at 8. At 7.50, there's a box that shows up filled with delicious pastry that you're about to watch on TV, and you can eat along. You wouldn't pay $50 a week for that bill. You know you would. I think you should start this company, Jay. Well, so far, I'm 0 for 1 in my company creation, Bill. <laughs> Look, you're all over 1, all right? You're We're almost there. We're almost there. Let me get one off the ground, then I'll start another you're, one. You're still at a tie right now. I call that 0, 0 and 1. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, without getting into detail, we had a uh, – I thought I had a deadline yesterday to get the script done by, and I, like, I just put – because I'm finishing the second draft. So I was like – Okay, I can't be spoken to for the next 12 hours. I'm just going to work on this. I got to get it done for three o'clock. And then I talked to you and you're like, oh, meetings moved. And part of me was like, ah, but the other part was like, I would just wait to the last second again anyway. So, so see, here's, we have learned, and Jessica, this is probably, you see this from a corporate level, that when it's a small company of, let's say, five people, and I move something because somebody else moves something and then somebody had... Like all of a sudden, it has impacts throughout everyone. Imagine a company of 10,000 people. That's why everyone hates big corporate and they hate meetings. Because like you'll be at the meeting, they'll be like, oh no, this is not what the meeting's about. Oh, I know you just did 17 hours of research and you were ready for that meeting. But yeah, we changed the meeting. So now it's about this, are you ready? That's the problem. Well, yeah, that's why companies set up a meeting like a month in advance. It's like, yeah, we'll address that next quarter. But like yeah. to Jay's point, I feel like all work expands to the amount of time that you give it. So. Yep, one hundred percent. It's like the- ah, that is so true. Goldfish. So method. I love that it's done because now your script is a is actually going to be very useful uh, over the course of the next two days. Now the good news is it was a very positive meeting. So Jay and I have a project coming out soon that we can't talk about yet. No, but okay. it was. I'll say this from a legal standpoint: we had a really good day yesterday. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah. That's and when I say good day, that means I'm sharing costs with someone. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean by a good day. Yeah. Well, well I'm not writing the whole check. Yeah. And I, I've said it before on this podcast. I'll say it again. Where does liberal and conservative meet? Money. That's where liberal money. and conservative meets. Right Everyone. in the middle where money's to be had, folks. Smell the capitalism. Green money matters. I'm with you. So uh, I read an article speaking to what you were talking about, Bill, about bureaucracy and how everybody talks about how bureaucracy is this terrible thing. But if you uh, look at like the Chinese invented bureaucracy in like 3000 BC because they were like, holy shit, we have an empire. How do we do that? 
And you right, need we gotta organize something. to do that. You need to have someone a has to be in charge of certain aspects of it. I know. You need to organize. It's, it's it it's exactly right. It's why when you've got multiple projects going on, I I it's little things that you can't get done unless you've got somebody responsible for it. The problem is when you're in the bureaucracy and you're not in charge of the bureaucracy, it's exhausting because you're you're just subject to the whims of everyone else, which is why Jessica, I could not do what you're doing now. I would go yeah. crazy. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. You don't have to knock the company. I'm just saying, like, I just find would find it impossible to be in the position support. where you're just giving things all the time. It's not like a proactive. Yeah. Right. I mean, at least you don't have to go into the office. I think the one positive of all this nonsense going on is that that so many people can adjust their workday, which is great. Like I'm doing so much from home. I mean, from this spot, like this spot becomes an office with a nice open window. And then for TV, it becomes blocked. And all of a sudden it's, your coffee's ready. What was that? Yeah, so I thought you had like a sound thing up. Like I do, but they're, I made them temporary. So the, the, the room could be functional. So How did the uh, radio from home go? Great. Oh my God, that was that went really well. Actually, everyone loved me broadcasting from home because, well, A, I don't come in at 5.30 in the morning and I'm loud and it's, it's, it's just some people are not ready for that. Mm. And two, I had to be on time. So it was very hard not to break on time because I couldn't necessarily see everything in front of me. So I was operating literally with this phone and my mic and that's it. And I had, I had the call screen up but all of the ads and everything were emailed to me. So I was scrolling through. So I would get a cue like, okay, you now like this ad. So I was wrapping up callers on time. It was the most on time efficient show we've ever done. And then I went back to the studio the next day and we had to move around 35 ads today. Yeah. So, so Bill, seeing the uh, NJ1015 microphone uh, reminds me this week, I also watched uh, the Craig Carton documentary. Have you seen the Craig Carton documentary on HBO? I have not. Is he in jail now? I mean, I know he worked with, uh, it was Carton and Rossi in the afternoon. Yep. And they, and they were showing video from that time period. And literally nothing has changed about the studio at NJ1015. It is identical 12 years later. Are you kidding? I think it's like 25 years, the exact same way. Now, the good news is I get moved tomorrow morning. So it could be a whole conversation next week because I'm going into the small studio because they are actually revamping all of the electronics. The new board is coming in and it's all digital. It looks, it looks like something out of a, a very cutting edge, high tech, futuristic movie. We'll see if it works. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The, the music boards are run on an iPad. It's like, a, it's like an iPad this size. It's pretty cool. It's got to be like freaky for the old time radio dudes that come in and realize that like what used to be like a warehouse filled with wax is now a square the size of a piece of paper and it works infinitely better. Right. It's amazing. It's actually pretty cool. It'd be like but, if, but I if, don't know. I, I feel like I'll feel the same way in, in years to come. Like I, but I don't deal with any of the technical stuff. I just noticed the difference. Like now I've got a big screen that shows the countdown for all the ads. And they've got the countdown electronically for all the, um, the music bed on any song before the words start. So you can really time yourself 
way better than you could before. We were doing hand signals before. Yeah. Right. right? Well, that's what all the, like, the New York radio stations have already, I'm guessing. Believe it or not, no. You'd be surprised at how outdated this the whole business is. It really yeah. is. A lot of people don't know this. Most radio stuff is done with hand cranks at this point. That's how old-fashioned it is. I mean, it is, yeah. There, there are people that are still broadcasting on, you know, the same stuff that they were doing in the 40s. Walter Winchell's microphone is still being used. Oh, my somewhere. God. I love the Walter Winchell example. I use it often. Walter Winchell had a reputation that if he had to use the restroom, he would hold it, and that would give him an urgency in his reports. Really? Yeah. You like that? I learned that from Jerry Burke, who is now who was the uh, founder of Chasing News, the guy that launched it. Now, he was also the, um, the daytime guy that brought in all the Fox News daytime shift and got them on the map. And now he's doing the same thing for Newsmax. But he, um, he used to tell me about Walter Winchell. So if, like, he would use that example. If anyone had to use the bathroom, he's like, we have a show to do. You can use it after. Right. So we call it Walter Winchell. Yeah, well, that's Hold why it. it was so difficult for him to report on tidal waves. <laughs> Thank nice. You, Thank you. Nice. Uh, I, I read You're that about these. the guy who does uh, the red zone on NFL. I, uh, yeah. I just got that because by Google TV, like it was like 10 bucks. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. And that guy How apparently. Was that? How long does he sit there for? Uh, so he sits there through both the uh, both afternoon games. So from like, new, like say 1230 to about 730, eight o'clock, does not move, does not go to the bathroom. It's just his eight hour stretch of, of nothing. Why does he do that? I mean, there are commercial breaks. No, but not in red zone there isn't. That's a constant. That is, Bill, that's like uncut, pure cocaine of, of football, just like into your system. I, I just, what is it? It's a podcast? I don't even know what it is. No, it's, 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 it's streaming? No, it's a channel that you can get. And it's oh. like, so you know how in the one o'clock hour of, of Sunday, there's like seven games going on. Well, right. that's boring. So it just cuts to whatever cool thing just happened among the seven games. So it's called the red zone because it switches over when the team gets into the red zone. But if there's any big pass or, or touchdown or whatever, you're never not watching something interesting. There's no timeouts. There's no, you know, somebody's leg gets broken. All right, so does, move he, on. does he drink anything while he's doing this? I would imagine he drinks, you know, uh, lots of caffeine to get through it because he doesn't stop talking. But he doesn't pee. No, he does not pee. No, or at least how do you know? He, he doesn't. Is he, he doesn't on, leave. is he on camera or is the game on camera? The game's on camera. He only shows. No, up a little bit. I don't like where this is going at all. I'm just saying. Look, I'm not trying to be gross. I'm just saying he's not on camera. We don't yeah, know where he, he is. But he's talking. It's very difficult to yeah, hide. But you can easily. You could grab the mic and walk it over and take it somewhere. Very, you don't know. Bill, tell me how many times you've been on the phone with somebody on the toilet and you figured it out. Because if it's a well, number two, right, you know. All, it's, a, it's a big pet peeve of mine. I can't believe people still do that. I think this whole crisis happened because people were taking their cell phones into the public restrooms and having conversations, full-on loud conversations, yeah. from the stall. That's I think right. God looked at us and said, you know what? That's enough. This has right. got to go. This civilization is finished. I'm done with this. 
And that's why I don't refer to public toilets as wet markets anymore. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. No, wow, it's, two in a row, Jay. Thank you, everybody. Good night. No, but it's, uh, you know, if someone poops on the phone, you know, and if someone pees, if you hear somebody like, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good thought. I agree with you. You know they're peeing, you know, right? I don't know. I, I do you? I mean, I think you can tell with the, the echo when they walk right. into a stall, that's for sure. Uh, but it's happening. I'm just like, can you just call me back? How about that? How about you just take a little break? Like whatever we were talking about couldn't possibly be that important. And what if they yeah. say, I need your voice to finish? Right? I mean, that's, <laughs> could be something that, that's... I mean, it just could be, don't kink shame. One time I had no idea. And then the person like a minute later came walking out of the bathroom. Like that, you're clearly in there while we were on the phone. Well, it is, yeah. I, I guess it's kind of tough. Cause like on the one hand, you don't want to go, Hey, I got to call you right back. Cause then you go like, well, why? And it's like, well, I got I'm going to the bathroom. And then it's kind of embarrassing. So you're like, well, I can just fudge this. No pun but intended. But why is that embarrassing if everybody does it? Well, I don't know. I don't find it disgusting, but people do. Like there are some people that are grossed out by feet. We all have them. Oh, I, you know what? I'm not a big foot person. They, see, there I, you go. You have a Listen, foot. But, but in my defense, I think many, many people don't understand how to take care of their feet. Feet need a lot of attention. People don't realize that. Your feet right. need attention. But So you have a foot, and then you see other feet, and you're like, gross. You poop. Other people pooping. Gross. It's just gross. People are grossed out by poop. Well, look, I just don't want to talk to you while you're in the act. That's all. It's, it's pretty simple. It's, I mean, but I'm relatively formal. I even wear pants to Skype at home for even these podcasts. I, a lot of people don't know this about Bill. He puts on a tie to poop. A lot, that's it, it just he's that's kind of the, the formal dude he is. He's like, excuse me, I need to evacuate. Let me put on my kerchief. Evacuate. That's a great word. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. uh, the night you would have fit in well during the Victorian era, Bill, where they uh, we were very formal. I would have had a I would have had a hat. I like the high collar. Yeah, I, I agree. The wig. That would have been fine. The, the Victorian of all I like. The Victorian era was where they coined uh, dark meat and white meat for chicken because they thought saying thigh and leg was um, considered impolite at the table. So it's easier well, to ask for white breast. meat. It's all about the breast meat. Yeah. That's what it's about. In fact, we're embarrassed. In my family, we call them the booby meat because uh, we're very <laughs> informal. Can I have the booby, please? That would be delicious. <laughs> I love the thigh meat. Now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, are we There's talking chicken bill? Chicken or? Oh, chicken. Good. Oh, I thought you had moved on. I had, I had no idea. No, I went back to food. Yeah. What did you think, Chad? I know what you thought. That's right. You wow. This, I want to know how we started at food and ended at food. That's what I want to know. Well, I mean, it's, we talked about all the important things. We, well, we, we talked about food, then we talked about pooping, and then after we evacuated the poop, back to food. Very Roman of us. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I want to go back to the pizza. I missed the pizza. It was good. How long did you have to wait to eat that day? Hmm. At, least, at least two hours. I was starving. Then you sent the picture. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at this pizza. Oh, that's you guys right. You did send the picture. Yeah. I have a problem with pizza when it's only two people because I don't have portion control then. So it's very easy for me to eat four pieces. Like, that happens very fast. 
Well, yeah. so does the other person also eat four? Because I don't normally eat four, but no. eats like five or six. Yeah, Jody will eat one or two. Yeah. Probably so you two. Eat, you eat all of them then. You eat the rest of it. Yeah, if we're with Michael though, I mean like Michael can easily eat six. That Actually, he can eat the whole pizza. so much when a guy will eat an entire pizza by himself. In one but is it that better, Jessica, than the opposite? Like, wouldn't you want a guy who eats an entire pizza versus one that goes like, no, I, no crust for me, please. I don't, I, I'll smell the cheese, but I won't eat it because I'm, I'm, I'm on a diet, right? I mean, that's, that's not manly. Who wants that? So what's a manly number? Five pieces? Three? Yeah. Anything over three? Some over three. Portion control coming in is still manly. I think a whole medium's okay. I mean, I think a medium's built for one, right? Oh, definitely. No, but I'm saying if you eat three, I think you've hit your man quota. Yeah. Yeah, I think Two so. isn't enough. No. Depends, though. Are you an athlete? Did you just work out? Like, for example, did you just get back from hot yoga, in which case you're going to be a little hungry? Right. Or, or are you eating deep dish pizza? I feel like deep dish or Sicilian. You kind of deep dish. I like Brooklyn. Is, is your hot yoga studio open or are you doing it yes. online? No, no, it's open. No, the online doesn't work. I tried. I bought space heaters. We have an enclosed room. I thought it could work. I could never get it higher than like 90. Mm -hmm. That's not hot enough. What you does need it need to be? And three to 106 to make it work. Well, you know what you could do? I could send my wife over to like just sit next to you because I'm pretty sure she generates about 106 degrees worth of temperature at all times. So why always, is that? Why do women generate so much heat? There's actually a reason for it. Uh, their, their blood vessels are closer to their skin. So they uh, put off heat much quickly, much more quickly. It's also why men uh, aren't as cold in the winter time. It has nothing to do with toughness. It's just that we exchange heat less efficiently than women do. No, it has to do with toughness. Stop it, That's Jay. That's what we say, but it's Stop not. Stop emasculating the male I'm population. not being emasculating. It's just the fact. Bill, facts don't care about your feelings. Ben Shapiro says so. He does say that. I like Ben Shapiro. A little, he's a little snarky, but he's pretty smart. I, I, well, he's not smart enough to understand what WAP is. So that's, uh, I'm out on Ben Shapiro. He's, he's, you're, a, you're a tough sell, Jay. You're a tough sell. I mean, easier sell than uh, Mrs. Shapiro, apparently. That's a, that's, a, that's a WAP joke. You guys know what WAP is, right? I know. Is, right? We're going okay. to let that sit right there. You don't know what WAP is? No, it's what the, are you even talking about, Jay? It's the rap song. There's a rap song that Ben Shapiro went viral reading the lyrics of, and he was going on and on about how he doesn't understand this and that he's never experienced it. But WAP stands for wet ass and then the P word. It means a very excited lady. It's the rap song. And he went on and on about how he's never experienced this. So what became the viral meme out of it is of poor course. Mrs. Shapiro. That's the meme. I get it. I get it. You know what? Just, just, okay, Jay. <laughs> I didn't say it. Ben Shapiro did. Context, context, Jay. He was talking about the rap song. That's oh the problem. God. Look, I can't speak to his sex life. I have no idea. But I, I like him. I think he's entertaining and informative. Bill, I anyway. Can, I can speak to his sex life just by looking at him, Bill. I <laughs> mean... You don't really look at that and go, oh, that guy's packing. <laughs> As Jerry Burke would say, I'll end with this. There is a lid for every pot, my friend. The lid for every pot. Uh, Jessica, remember he would say that? All this time. Even to the horn guy. The guy with the horn on his head. 
oh my God, this poor guy had some, I don't know, some strange cyst on his head, whatever it was. And Jerry looked at him. He's like, hey, you growing a horn? I mean, it was just like, it, I couldn't. Apparently, he had just read some weird expose on people that do that. Right. So to be fair to Jerry, it was a little bit in context. Uh, did not matter for the guy with the freaking thing on his head. So anyway, it was horrible. That was but, a rough day. By the way, that lid for every pot, not a good way to open a wedding speech. You don't want to get up and go, well, you know, no one thought that uh, this guy would ever find someone dumb enough to be with him, but I guess that's why we're here today. There's I a lid wonder, for every we could pot. Probably do, we could do a series of shows on inappropriate wedding speeches. My guess is that has absolutely been said many times. Oh, yeah. Probably, and, and probably the guy that wrote it said, this is great. This is yeah. going to kill. This or, is going to kill. Or a response for like going to a funeral. Someone like, like thanks you for attending a wake. You say, I had a blast. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, especially it's great if the, to see it the wake. Do it again. Especially if the person <laughs> died in an explosion. That's even double. It's like a double whammy. I had a blast. I mean, not as much as your husband did. You know what? I think we'll leave that right there. Thank you, guys. Always good to see you. I'll see you next week. Goodbye. Oh, wait. Twitter update. I'm oh, go ahead. So last week we were at what? 6,400? 6460. Yep. This week at 6,971 as of uh, showtime. So we are up wow. another 500 since last week. All right, man. Killer. 10,000 soon. Good. Communism sells, yep. Bill. I know it. All right, you commie bastard. I'll talk to you in a couple days, Jessica. We'll see you in a week. Goodbye. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.